Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today we're talking about season two, episode 27, Mexican Standoff. Hey Mary, what happened this week? David buys a pair of diamond earrings for Jackie and Mel to share in case marriage isn't enough to symbolize their love bond. More importantly, Brenda gets caught breaking curfew after a long night of making out with Dylan and planning a weekend trip to Baja, Mexico. Brenda is too nervous to ask her parents for permission. Callie is absolutely sick of hearing about her mother's wedding plans and wants Brenda to rent movies and hang out with her this weekend because at least they would be miserable together. Brenda and... Wait... Yeah. Dylan and Brenda ask Cindy and Jim about Baja together. Cindy isn't entirely against it, but Jim is not happy. Eventually, they agree to let Dilda do Baja, and Brandon is shocked. <laughs> Brenda still has to learn how to surf, and but her and Dylan's plans for a le- lesson are foiled by beach bacteria. As they leave the beach, boy Emily Valentine, I mean Jake Hansen, pulls up on a motorcycle. <laughs> Jake is an old friend who taught Dylan how to surf but moved to Oregon for a while and they lost touch. They plan to meet up with him at the Peach Pit later. At the Peach Pit, Brandon complains that Dylan never takes him to Baja. (laughs) Andrea (laughs) mentions they could make it a group thing, but Dylan and Brenda are not interested. Jake arrives and Dilda introduce him to the gang and David gets Jake a job painting Jackie's house. (laughs) Later that night, Brenda and Dylan fall asleep watching a movie at Dylan's house and they don't wake up until 4 a.m. Brenda tries to sneak home, but Jim catches her and says no more Mexico. Kelly is kind of being a bitch to Jackie about the wedding, the stepbrother, and the baby. Jackie made her, Brenda, and Donna her bridesmaids in an attempt to make Kelly happy. While trying on dresses, Donna suggests Brenda tell her parents she'll be spending the weekend with Kelly and just go to Baja anyway. Kelly agrees to cover for her. Brenda gets nervous about lying to her parents, but she does it anyway. Brandon catches Brenda packing and begrudgingly agrees to help her lie to Jim and Cindy. Jackie asks Kelly to give Jake his paycheck for handymanning around their house. Kelly is pleasantly surprised to find that Jake is really pretty. She brings him soda between lying for Brenda when Cindy calls her house. Kelly asks Jake to stay for dinner. While they eat lasagna, Steve shows up at Kelly's house. He gets jealous because there's another guy there and leaves. Kelly and Jake abruptly start and stop making out, and then Jake leaves too. When Dylan and Brenda arrive at their motel, the owner, Rosalita, lets it slip that Dylan brought some girl named Stacy there last summer when Dylan and Brenda were broken up. Brenda is furious and storms out of the motel. Dylan tries to calm Brenda down and salvage the romantic weekend, but they're interrupted by Kelly, who is trying to keep up the illusion that Brenda is staying at her house. Dylan and Brenda go out to dinner and get serenaded, and then it's all just fine. <laughs> they dance all night, the next morning they surf, and then they go home. Except Brenda didn't bring any form of identification with her to Mexico. The only way she can get back into the U.S. is if she calls her parents. Want to know what happens next? Too bad. The episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> really, though, who leaves the country without ID? Who gets out of the country and into another country without ID? I've done that. Oh, well, okay. Apparently well, okay, I'm not no, good at I, smuggling humans. I had ID. So I actually, when, so passports, when you get them when you're younger, they expire a lot faster, right? Mm. And so for my high school graduation, my parents have, like, they always go to all these, like, all-inclusive resorts in Mexico when they do their vacations. And so for my high school graduation, they decided to take a family trip and bring all of us and, like, use it as an excuse. And nobody checked my passport. 
And so it had expired like a year before. Mm. And so we flew over almost to Baja, actually. And we flew to Texas and then we're going to be late for our connecting flight. So they just threw me on the plane without checking my ID. And then while we're on the plane and I'm like filling out the customs forms, that's when I realized it was expired. And we got to Mexico and they were like, well, we'll let you in, but you can't leave. Okay. So (laughs) I had to take – so we got to the resort and there was a passport place across the street, but the guy was on vacation. So he was going to be gone the whole week that we were there. So I had to take an overnight bus from wherever we were to Guadalajara to go to the embassy to get an emergency passport, and I didn't speak Spanish. Oh, boy. And I was 17. That's terrifying. It was the worst. It was so bad. And then, like, I don't know how much you guys have taken bus trips in other countries, but, like... Hardly ever. (laughs) Apparently, like, and maybe it's just bus trips in general, but they drive a lot more erratically in my opinion because yeah john's had the same experience Mm -hmm. in different countries and we took this like overnight bus trip i tried to sleep on it and i got off the bus and was immediately ill Mm -hmm. like i could just feel it my stomach had been like bouncing around all this and like the stress and all that and they have paid bathrooms so i couldn't go throw up oh my my gosh it was an experience but yeah you can get into mexico without your passport interesting I wonder if that's the only country that you can do that in. Um, Maybe because it's like, you know, right below us. I don't know. I've been, I went to Canada when I was little too. And I don't remember what all they had to do for me. Because I think my aunt and uncle had my birth certificate because they weren't my parents. But like we had the same last name. So who would have said anything? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I literally just remembered that I've actually done this exact same thing that Brenda did. And I was Hmm. like. I spent all yesterday being like, she's so dumb. Why wouldn't you have ID that would, you know, function? Oh, Oh, wait. Oh, wait. (laughs) I did that. But I did it on accident. Like, I had a passport. I just didn't check it. Well, and, I mean, it's the very end of the episode, so perhaps we shouldn't talk about the end of the episode until we get there. It's fair. I just... But basically... She doesn't have her driver's license. And they're like, that's cool. Do you have anything else? And she's like, no. And it's like, you probably should have at least some form of ID you on you in some- general. I like, was going to say, you should have something at all times. Yeah, like even because my sister doesn't drive. And so even she has like a government issued ID just to have like, this is who I am. Yeah. Like, so, let me prove myself to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's literally like the very last scene. Yeah. So how we even got to Baja is the very first scene. And there's a lot of books around. There's not a lot of studying. Not a lot of studying. And we get full Dilda action. I love that Brenda's like, well, I can't stay out past my curfew. And Dylan's like, what if you just come to Mexico with me for a weekend? (laughs) Yeah. Like, no curfew? Mm. What if we're in a different country? Then it's international. (laughs) There's There's no no jurisdiction there. (laughs) There's no curfew in Mexico. Yeah. But yeah, apparently she's just been like missing her curfew, staying over with Dylan and making out Mm because she sneaks in this time and Jim is like hiding in the shadows ready for her. They have like a plant and he's just like (laughs) peeking out waiting for Brenda to come in. Also, like, okay, yeah, so Jim reacts and he's mad. This would never happen with Brandon. And this whole episode, I am just sitting here thinking none of this would happen with Brandon, like the anger, the 
like Brenda would do or Brandon would do whatever he wanted, and Jen would just be like, "Hey, remind me to tell you about the time I went to Mexico and didn't have remind my me about the time I saw strippers." Yeah, like no, well, and even in the Euphoria episode, exactly where they wanted to stay out later, and he was like, "Dad, we'll be home around like two. and Jen was like, "Okay, fine," and then Brenda was like, two thirty, and, and he's like, like "Don't fuck push up. it, get like, out." Okay, so Brandon just should have been the one sneaking out, but. Yeah, I mean, and Brenda's argument was like, I have good grades. I don't do anything bad. So I wrote down in my notes, if Brenda's grades are great and she doesn't do drugs, get a DUI, get high on euphoria, wreck two cars, is being late for curfew really that bad? And like... Because Brandon did all of that, if you didn't miss my subtle hinting. Well, and the thing is, like, Brandon has had sex in their house. Also that. Like, Brenda doesn't sneak a boy into her bedroom to have sex and like brandon has had two girls in the house like no there is definitely a double standard here and i thought it was really funny that jim was like you're spending too much time with dylan is like saying that and like trying to separate the two of them is not the answer here yeah like yeah yeah exactly because like what I mean, what's the thing that people do the most? Like when you specifically tell them, don't do this. They want to do it. They want to immediately do it. So yeah, that's not the answer. And and honestly, yeah, like Brendan does have good, argu- like not like a good argument, but like she is a good kid. Like she literally doesn't do anything wrong. I was like, I'm pretty positive. She has stayed out past curfew a couple times, but like for studying, like obviously this time was to make out with Dylan mm-hmm. under the guise of studying. But now, I could totally understand if, because we had the robbery episode not too long ago, if Jim was being overprotective because she was out late studying or whatever, and can, and then, like, the robbery happened. So I could get that. But it's just literally, like, because Jim is still hung up about Dylan and just wants to punish Brenda about being late for something. Well, yeah, because anything. we have to make sure that we punish Brenda for sex. Yeah. We have to keep doing it. Right. Because, like, yeah, Brandon has done all of these stupid things. When he wrecked the cars and then, like, the second car, like, died because he bought a lemon and, like, they had to pay to get it towed and then pay to get it out of impound or, you know, whatever all that stuff happened. Like, by the end of that episode, Jim was like, I'm so sorry. Here's yeah, he apologized of to him. Let me fix your car for you. But Brandon has a job. That's why he's more responsible. Brandon's a boy. <sighs> It, just it, hate it. it makes me so mad. And then like, I thought it was really funny that Jim was like, I don't ask that much of you, do I? And it's like, apparently you do. If this is like the one thing you can get mad at Brenda for. Well, and that's like, I just think it's so funny because if you think about it, Jim really doesn't ask that much of these kids. No. But for some reason, they hold him to this like insane, like, Everyone holds everyone to a really high pedestal, and Mm -hmm. they're like, I have to do this because my dad expects it of me. But Jim has never said, like, I expect you to pay for your own car insurance. or Right, or your curfew is X o'clock. Like, I don't know that we even know what curfew is. We just know it's not 4 a.m. or, like, 2 a.m. maybe? Yeah, I have no idea. We just don't know. I just, I thought it was so interesting that he was, he said, like, I don't expect that much of you. And they were like, no. I was like, he really doesn't. Mm-mm. Like, this is just such a weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Maybe that's like a teenage thing. Like, I don't think my parents explicitly told me, like, you have to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, I had chores. I had, like, great expectations. My parents were pretty tough. I mean, 
like I my parents had expectations, but like I think like they had expectations that I was going to do well in school, but I think if I had initially not done well in school yeah. and like wasn't in AP classes and all mm-hmm. that stuff, it wouldn't have been a problem. Oh, it was totally different for me and my sister. Like my expectations for grades was much higher than my sister's. Not because my sister was like bad at school, but she just wasn't like her best was lower than my best. And so I was therefore like if I got down to like, I don't know, a B, that would be the end of the world. Like I wanted to, I remember wanting to slack off my senior year, second semester after I got into Georgia. And I was like, I just didn't want to care anymore. And my mom was like, absolutely not. And she was like, you will get an A in your AP calculus class. And that is the end of it. And I was like, but why? I'm in college. It doesn't matter. Nope. But my sister would just like get B's and whatever she did. And I would always get mad because it's a different standard. Yeah. And But I get it. I mean, with grades, it's one thing. It's like, if you don't, if you're not that good, if school is not your thing, school's not your thing. It's not like lack of trying because my sister tried really hard. But yeah, it's just the whole, gosh, I'm really going off here. <laughs> the whole thing is like sometimes there are different standards for people, but when it's not laid out that way, it's like how can you possibly expect to, li- like I feel like Jim has unrealistic expectations for Brenda and Brandon and they're not laid out. That's like, the th- I don't think they're laid out, but I do think he expects a lot out of yeah. it. Because especially like you think of the Euphoria episode where they find out that Brandon – got drugged they're like and how then- dare you brenda <laughs> they're like brenda you left him it's like, like i'm sorry what he was trying to get home for curfew exactly which one yeah yeah so it's like what do you what would you rather have me do protect sweet little brandon or get home for curfew uh, but the thing is you know if she showed up at what like 6 a.m because mm-hmm. that euphoria episode and it was like well the reason i missed curfew is because brandon was drugged and would not leave they would just be like you missed curfew? Yeah, exactly. Like, no matter what, she can't win. Yeah. That's what we've learned. Brenda can't win. <laughs> well, and then it's funny because the next thing Brenda says is, I always do the right thing, don't I? And I was like, I don't think that's the argument to me. Like, right, right. I think that would actually start a bigger argument because it's one o'clock in the morning and Jim thinks very little of you. Right. Yeah. Like, that's not the right comeback. No, it was it was very interesting. Cause it was like, I feel like this has a lot of, I don't know, uh, realism for teenage relationships with their parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like there's just not a winning argument on either side because the parent is quote-unquote always right. Mm -hmm. So no matter what happens, like the teenager is probably going to lose at some point. Any So we get to the next day and... (laughs) It's like David, <laughs> Kelly, and Donna. The stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> He's like, I got the hottest wedding gift ever. And there's one pair of earrings. <laughs> like, who is this for? <laughs> and they're so tiny. And, like, Kelly's like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, it's one for each of them. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Your dad doesn't have his ear pierced. Yeah. Well, maybe Only he'll you do, the- David. <laughs> I just love it. He's like, well, maybe he'll want to get his ears pierced. I'm yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey. Mm. Like, it they're was, getting wedding rings for this reason. They don't need wedding earrings, too. Right. It was such a David thing to do, though. Of like, it's another teenage thing of, like, I didn't really think this through, but I have a pierced ear, so <laughs> my dad should have a pierced ear. <laughs> if I buy a set of earrings, I only use one. Wouldn't <laughs> it be great if Donna could use the other? Ooh, idea. But then what is Donna going to do with her other ear piercing hole? Maybe it's becoming a new trend to just wear one earring. I don't know. 
I mean, you could definitely have like, you know, a pair and then like one extra on one side or like, you know, how David only has the one. But Mm -hmm. like, I feel like it's just so weird unless she unless you already know she specifically has like one earring hole available that you would be like, I got you this one. Because like, I don't think Jackie has three ear piercings. I would doubt it. I would doubt it. I just so it's what a dumb an thing. idea, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, it was just so ridiculous, and I love, like, I love how much we've seen Kelly just be like, I don't give a shit about this wedding at all. Like, mm-hmm. everyone needs to stop. Your earrings are stupid. You're stupid. I don't care about chicken versus salmon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pick out the place settings. Like, I just want this to be over with. Yeah, she is done with it. She has been done since day one. Well, and then, like, she and uh, Brenda are at the lockers, and now she's, like, kind of needy, where she's like, can you just please hang out with me? Well, and, I mean, I feel like they technically already made plans, and now Brenda's just like, well, I might have plans with my boyfriend, so sorry. Yeah, it's a little unclear, but, yeah, I would lean toward they made a commitment to hang out. Brenda hit the maybe button on Facebook. Mm, Or just doesn't respond to the event. And so then Kelly had to be like, hey, are you coming or not? And it's super awkward. And then Brenda is straight up like, I found something better to do. Oh, my God. Classic millennial thing. I don't even want to go down this route because this is like one of my biggest pet peeve about us millennials. The thing we is, I suck at committing. The thing is, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it's clearly not a millennial thing because Brenda right. just did it. And like I've been thinking that it was. A, like, age of the internet thing because that maybe button was there. But, like, very clearly this has existed Mm -hmm. for all of time. Mm -hmm. Where, like, everyone is just like, I'm going to keep my time precious that's Mm -hmm. precious to me available in case something better comes up. And now I'm just mad. I would just rather somebody initially tell me no and then later be like, hey, my schedule cleared up and I can come. Then to not say anything let me just wait here until you're ready to tell me yes or no. Like, I don't know. I just feel like people just need to be a little bit more considerate. If somebody is asking you to do something, that's because they want you there. Mm -hmm. But if you can't go, that's fine. Just say it. Like, I don't, I feel like people are just not confrontational enough these days to be like, you know what? I'm not sure if I can go. I'm going to go ahead and say no. So you can get your head count or whatever Mm -hmm. it is for the thing that's happening. And if I can make it, or if plans change, then I'll come. Like, I don't know. People just need to be upfront with people. And it just really, it again, I'm not going to keep going because it really annoys me. Well, and like for this situation specifically, I feel like you can go to Baja any weekend. Right. But like Kelly is specifically asking you this because like at this point in her life, she is really frustrated with yeah. what's going on in her home life and she wants to hang out with you. Well, and she's probably, I mean, we all know she she isn't really all that supportive of the marriage and all this. And, and I think it's, like she says later in the episode, it's just more that like she's getting everything all at once. It mm-hmm. feels like it's very much like stepdad, stepbrother, new baby, all at the same time. It's just a lot. So I feel like Jackie's like pregnant, pregnant at this point. So. Yeah. It's not like this is news to Brenda. Well, and, like, there's been a lot of turmoil in Kelly's house for a while. Because, like, Jackie just got sober in the last year, too. And, like, all of this other stuff. So, like, maybe Kelly needs you. Yeah. Or maybe it's not, like, a situation where it's, like, I have anything specific that I need to vent about. I just need someone. I need to be around someone other than 
Jackie, Mel, David, and I just wanted to be my best friend. Well, and I feel like, yeah, you can't even have Donna in this conversation because Mm -hmm. Donna is dating David and is like pretty excited about this wedding. So like you need someone completely separate from that. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I mean, I I was not a fan that Brenda was like, oh, I might have other plans. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It was all predicated on if Jim and Cindy let her go. Yeah, it's they not hadn't like even asked yet. Because, yeah, yeah, Kelly was like, you didn't ask? Mm-hmm. So what movie do you want to watch? Exactly. Like, God, I love Kelly so much. Yeah, because yeah, then the next scene is them at dinner, and they're standing there like, so how do you guys feel about Baja? Mm-hmm. And I loved Brandon standing there next to Jim and Cindy like he gets to have any sort of opinion. Police officer Brandon at your service. His When Jim gets really upset about it and Brandon kind of has that little smug smile, I was like, I'm going to reach across this TV and slap you. Brenda's like, Brandon, stay out of it. And I literally wrote no caps. Yeah, Brandon, stay out of it. Like, what is he doing here? <laughs> well, and like, I don't understand. I don't know. I get, I get really confused because like, I don't know if it's just the audience is supposed to know or everybody's supposed to know that Brenda's not having sex. Like Brenda has made it very clear that she is not having sex with Dylan. And like, I feel like they've also made that pretty clear to Jim and Cindy. And Mm -hmm. then Jim is like, well, you can't go to another country with him. Right. It's like, what are they going to do? Well, and honestly, like like Dylan made that point earlier when they were originally talking about it. Like, what's the big deal or what's the difference? You come over here and stay for like multiple hours at a time what's the difference about the location? And I'm like, actually, huh, (laughs) that does make sense. No, I mean, like, I don't really see an issue with this. Mm -hmm. Like, she's made the argument. She has good grades. She doesn't do drugs. She doesn't do anything stupid. Like, she follows every rule except, like, she loses track of time. Right. Well, and Dylan's even trying to explain, like, here's the place I stay at. Here's what I usually do when I go. I've been there multiple times. Yeah, let me give you the name and the number. mm -hmm. Here's the exact times that we're going to be there. Like, all of this stuff. (laughs) And then Jim's all, let me call Dr. Pollard to make sure you have all your shots. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just Mexico. It's It's just, like, two hours away. Yeah, it's not, like, I don't know, like, Zambia or something. Yeah, like, I've... I've been to Mexico several times. No one has ever been like, well, did you get your malaria shot? Yeah. Did you get your Zika shot? Did you get your, I don't know, mumps? Mumps. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what other shots are there that you need to get out of the country? No, the big thing about Mexico is, like, being careful about the water. The the water. Yeah. Which, like, you can't get a shot for that. And I first learned that in Sex and the City movie. Oh, When uh, Charlotte Poughkeepsie's in her pants. Because she was taking a shower. <laughs> she opened her mouth and she... Yeah. God. So good. So good. Oh, my God. I was just watching uh, 30 Rock the other day, and um, Liz starts trying to explain that movie to someone, and they're like, oh, I'm so bored right now. Stop. <laughs> I mean, it's not a great movie. It's not, but I was just like, I've seen that movie. But that part was Multiple funny. times. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I still own that movie. I'm pretty sure I do, too unfortunately never saw the second one i didn't either i heard it was bad Mm-mm. mary have you seen sex in the city i have not mm. well charlotte poops in her pants because she is taking a shower in mexico and she opens her mouth because she's just like all up in the shower she, yeah she's like all up in that shower and oh, then she damn. opens her mouth and gets some of the water in her mouth and then she 
proceeds to poop her pants. Oh, and like it's an immediate like, oh my god, I got the water in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Yeah, it was pretty funny. This actually reminds me of a thing that happens in the nine hundred two one zero from two thousand eight. <gasps> like, oh I'll god. just tell y'all. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there in like five years. Yeah, basically, oh god, we're gonna be forty by the time we finish talking about the show <laughs> and all of its spinoffs. So this happens to the baby that is currently in Jackie's belly. Oh, right. Um, oh, my God. I'm not going to tell like you her name. We're, like, bringing it all back. Yeah, but I basically, do love her name, though. She goes to Mexico as a group trip with, like, everybody, and her nemesis slash best ex-best nemesis. friend. Which one? Their frenemies, Adriana. Oh, I also loved her. Yeah. Okay. She's go, go, go. fucking beautiful. They both um, are. Yeah. All, everyone <laughs> in that show is fucking hot. Anyway, <laughs> um, basically, Adriana gives... Um, Aaron Silver, a water that is tap water from Mexico and ruins the entire trip for her. Yep. And that isn't even the worst thing that Adriana does to Silver on this show. Oh my God. Adriana was uh, crazy. Yeah, she was so conniving. Does the baby that's currently in Jackie's belly that becomes a main character in the 2008 do we think? That there's going to be, like, a small child walking around for the next eight seasons of this show? I hope so. I don't remember. Like, I can't imagine there would be. I think there is while Kelly's still in high school. So, one season. Yeah. I think. I don't know for sure. I don't remember. Um, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, there's eight more seasons of this, so you've Mm -hmm. got, like... One more season in high school, four seasons of college, you know, assuming, and then they're like adults. But you got a baby sister, like maybe you go home and I think see it. Maybe at times, because I don't think Jackie disappears. So that's what, like, I don't know. And then technically, she's also David's sister. Exactly. So, yeah. like, I feel like there should be some involvement in family, because, like, you know, Jim and Cindy aren't totally going anywhere. No, they're not. Um,. And even in the 2008, like, Jenny Garth is in – she's not in the whole show. She's mm-hmm. in, like, a few episodes, right? Yeah, she's in a few seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and I think then, I looked it up, and she's in, like, 20 episodes or something. Yeah. And then, like, they still reference her, but she isn't actually, like, there. There. Mm-hmm. It's really weird because it almost feels like in the beginning of the 2008 like, it's, like, that show, What I Like About You, mm-hmm. because it's, like, the younger sister. Not that she's that much younger, yeah. than Aaron is but like it kind of felt like it for a second it, oh. it kind of does because yeah. like they live together and stuff, yeah but I don't want to give too much away right <laughs> I, w- I loved it in the beginning mm-hmm. I just fell off anywho where were oh right the dinner uh, well, yes there's the dinner and then there's Brandon trying to get involved and just like the worst like basically anytime Jem seems like he's leaning towards saying yes Brandon's like but what about this Dude, stay out of this. Like, you, you would know- get an automatic yes. So yeah. why are you, like, stopping Brenda from having a good time? Yeah, because the jealous. thing is, well, and I get, the thing is, like, if this was reversed and Brandon mm-hmm. was trying to go somewhere with a girl and they said yes immediately, I feel like Brenda would be like, oh, this is so unfair, mm-hmm. but not try and convince them to not let Brandon go. Just- she would try and convince them that, like, well, now you have to let me do yes. do stuff. Exactly. Like, I think, yeah, 100%. She wouldn't try to make them say no to Brandon, but just be like, Hey, by the way, if I were to ask you something like this, you would say no. So remember this. Yeah. 
No, I think it's it's very interesting because even like when she first asks and Jim is like, well, no, you can't do that. And Brandon's like, ha ha ha, you can't do that. Exactly. And then Cindy's like, we're going to go talk away from Brandon. That was a good move by Cindy. I love Stop Cindy. police officer Brandon from getting in the way and just go talk amongst yourselves. And then, yeah, like she takes him into the kitchen and is like, I think it's, you know, going to be fine. And then they we skip ahead mm-hmm. to the Peach the ne- right? No, the no. next morning because oh, right, uh, right, right, Dylan right. was going to take Brenda to give her a surfing lesson mm-hmm. because apparently they're planning this Baja trip without Brenda actually knowing how to surf. Which, like, that was where I was like, that's probably the scariest part. Like, you're going to send her to another country to surf to surf when she doesn't know how to surf. Because mm-hmm. if she gets hurt and you guys aren't familiar with the healthcare system down there. True. And she does not speak Spanish to tell you how she feels. Like, you were really relying on the fact that this is all going to work out. Mm-hmm. But that was the scariest part to me. But then they get to the beach and they can't surf because there's like high bacteria or something in the water. And Brenda's little outfit with like the really high-waisted terry cloth shorts. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my. It's 90s peak fashion. Ugh. And then... Uh, what did you call it? Male Emily Valentine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Male Emily Valentine rides up and Dylan goes running. Like he he literally runs to him. He like, was so excited. It was like this my older his, brother has come home from yeah. college kind of a thing. But also his like from here to eternity moment when he just like slow <laughs> runs to the love of his life. He's he taught me everything. He taught me how to flirt with girls, surf, mm-hmm. etc. His name is Jake Hansen, not Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Do they always ask you what you're wearing? <laughs> yeah. I love uh, that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they briefly meet. And while Jake is a pretty man, very monotone voice. Like, I was like, I could fall asleep. Which, yeah, I think was so interesting that, like, this was supposed to be the thing to introduce Jake so that they could start Melrose Place. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't see how we're going to give this character his own show. Yeah. I felt the same way. But, I mean, they basically invite him to come to the Peach Pit that Mm -hmm. night, where Dylan says he eats every night. How? Yeah, I don't know where his money's coming from. I don't either. I mean, unless Iris is, like, sending him money or something. I mean, I know she gave him money Mm -hmm. because... Dad had been sending her money Mm -hmm. to stay away from Dylan. Mm -hmm. But, like, Dylan's got to understand that is a finite cash flow because your father's in prison and your mother lives in a yurt. Right. Like, it's not like she is making a ton of money. True. To support you in your lifestyle of eating burgers every single night. Because, yeah, they tell him, like, oh, let's go to the Peach Pit. Oh, you still go to that place? Yeah, I eat there every night. Mm -hmm. Whatever, whatever. And then they get to the Peach Pit, and this is where – Brandon is jealous that Dylan invited his girlfriend and not his boyfriend. I do love when uh, he comes over and asks, like, what do you want to eat, basically? And then Brenda, like, it's like, what'd you say? And he's like, oh, it's Spanish. And then she repeats something in Spanish and it's, like, perfect. And then Dylan's like, oh, bueno. And, like, (laughs) goofy Dylan. And he, like, snaps. I just love that, like, uh, Brandon being like, oh, you don't know enough Spanish? Uh, you're just, yeah. Nah. This is a language, Brenda. A language is 
uh, something you speak in another country. It's how you form words. Like, he's just trying to be like, yeah, you don't know anything, so you shouldn't go to Baja. I should. Wait, Dylan, oh my God, we should go to Baja. (laughs) Why don't you take me? And I love Andrea's like, oh my God, we should go to Baja. (laughs) She's just like chilling on the side and she's like, wait, great idea. We should go. She's just like, remember when we went camping? (laughs) That was really fun. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. But in Mexico. Yeah. With everybody. Well, and really, like, the idea that all of these people are trying to horn in on this, like, one-day trip, and Brenda's like, I mean, we're trying to be romantic, Mm -hmm. so no. Yeah. No. And that was the only time Andrea's in this episode. We never need to see her again. Okay, bye. Yeah, there was no point in her being in this episode. (laughs) She did nothing. That's true. Like, I love Andrea, but, like, I actually feel like this was kind of weird for her because like I do get sometimes she's like really unaware of you know the social situation and all that kind of stuff but like when she's kind of the outsider of the group yeah but like you didn't need to just be there sitting at the bar not really there with anybody and then just like invite yourself and five other people onto a trip right like that doesn't feel on maybe it feels Andrea E I can't decide I just feel like they threw her in just to have her there, and I don't really care. Yeah, like it could, it would, she just shouldn't have been in the episode. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. She just wanted to be like, oh, if Brandon gets to go, I want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also, mean, let's bring Steve in case that doesn't work out. <laughs> Steve is like her backup plan. <laughs> Speaking of Steve. Yeah, so he's sitting over there opening his wedding invitation. He's, I love that they're just like around the peach pit. Mm-hmm. Like there's a couple over here, there's a couple over here. Like, they're just all around. But, yeah, Steve opens it up, and he's like, I want to get a plus one. Yeah, he's like, what? I can't bring a date? It's like, "Mm, who would you bring? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're just going to find some random to take to this. And then she's going to be in the picture. Let's bring her. (laughs) Bring her back. And, yeah, he gets so mad. And then he's like, well, it's okay. There's going to be a lot of women at this wedding anyway. They're like, Mm -hmm. Steve, stop. Yeah. Just Steve needs a bay. Just stop. He really does. And then, but then, like he and Donna and David have a conversation that, like, I kind of love, but was kind of weird, because like Steve is worried about Kelly freaking out about the wedding. Oh, uh huh. And then, because like she wasn't there, and he was like, "Was she okay?" And then that's sweet. And then they start talking about David moving into the house, and Steve is like, "Well, yeah, I'd feel really, you know, yeah, I'd feel weird too if you were moving into my house or like something like that." Yeah, and then David's like, "Well, I might not be." Yeah, I haven't decided yet. And then, oh God, what does he say about Jackie? Because I just wrote um, that I didn't like it that she like isn't good at marriage. Like it was like she's good yeah, at the wedding. It was like, but the marriage part's the hard part, or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like they threw a whole bunch of stuff onto Steve to stay to steve to say in this moment Mm -hmm. and like i liked that they said it all but it went real fast and it was really weird right because it was like oh i'm concerned about kelly oh i'm gonna make fun of you oh i'm gonna talk shit about her mother Mm. like it's just very fast yeah it was a lot i didn't even write it down i just wrote it because i was like this is a lot in this conversation and it was like 25 seconds Mm mm-hmm and you know what? We could have made it a little bit longer if you didn't put Andrea in this episode. That's true. Because then she ma- – wait, she makes it another appearance because then Jake shows up and Dylan's, like, introducing everyone to Jake. And Andrea's just, like, sitting there, like, swooning over Jake. Oh, I totally missed that part. I think yeah. this is when I started looking up Melrose Place and I was like, 
Kelly's on Melrose Place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because this is when Jake gets the job to paint the house. Yeah. Basically, like, he was just talking about his employment situation, I guess. And David's like, well, do you paint? Do you paint houses? And he's like, better than Rembrandt. And he's like, oh, okay, you can paint my house. <laughs> you can paint not my house. Yeah, not my house. I might not I haven't there. decided if I want to live there or not yet, but there's a house and you can paint it. And I've got the hookup. Yeah. Just, and that's how he gets the job. I, it's just weird. Like, it's all weird. But yeah, I got yeah. distracted looking at Melrose Place at this point. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is like a backdoor introduction to Jake. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I guess in the next episode, they'll probably just be like, well, I'm going to move into my new place, Melrose Place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they should have mentioned Melrose. Like, and some, just to make the connection. Well, so he's going to be in the next episode. Oh, okay. And then I don't know when the pilot of Melrose Place airs. I assume it's going to be like right after this Mm -hmm. or something. I don't know how IMDb pulled up right now. But Kelly, Donna, David, and Steve are in like the first two episodes. And then I think David or Donna, one of them drops off and everyone else is like still in two more episodes. Mm -hmm. And then they all come back. Gotcha. So, like, I don't know. I'm very curious to see what happens at this wedding, that all of these people go to Melrose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but, Dylan and Brenda are like, wait, we got to go for some reason. Yeah, they have to go watch <laughs> the Grapes of Wrath movie. Right? Grapes of Wrath? Yeah, so they don't have to read the book. <laughs> Which, I mean, I totally get. Yeah. But Grapes of Wrath is also a fantastic book, and you should read all John Steinbeck. I love him so much. But then they fall asleep during the movie, and she is, like, wrapped around him. She's, like, full-on, like, koala bear, just, like, hitched on. Yeah, this is, like, this is a cuddle puddle. Yeah. This is, like, very much, you've just melded into each other. <laughs> yeah. And then they fall asleep because, I mean, that's just a very comfortable position. I get it. And then Dylan wakes up, and he's like, oh, what time is it? And she's like, oh, my God, it's 4 a.m. Get up now. Let's move. Move, move, move. And then, of course, she's not going to, like, well, okay, so it's, like, 4 a.m., right? So my first thought was there's no way Jim is, like, staying up, hiding behind the plant, just waiting for her to come home. But sure enough, when she gets upstairs, he hears something. Yeah, I don't know if he really, like, stayed awake for all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. but, like, I... I mean, I get it. I get why he's mad. It's four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure how he managed to say Like, I almost feel like if she wasn't home by like one or two o'clock in the morning, he would have he gone would to Dylan's. Yeah, yeah, called. Like, literally, I wrote down, there's no way Jim would still be awake. Also, why wouldn't they have just called Dylan's, like Dylan's house once she was well over curfew or like... Cause and it, then she can say, I fell asleep during a movie. Exactly. Like... I just don't understand the logic. It's almost like he wants to catch her when she comes home late. Yeah. And no, so absolutely. checking on his daughter. Yeah. Because, like, I just, yeah, I get why she wouldn't have called them because right. that would have woken everyone up at 4 o'clock in the morning. But, but yeah, he like, could have called her. And then, yeah, like, if something had happened where she'd gotten into a car accident mm-hmm. on the way home and Dylan could wake up and be like, oh, she's not here. Right. Like, I feel like they could have just headed all this off if Jim just called. Mm-hmm. But, but no, instead, he just wants to, like, tell her so just so he can catch her and then tell her she can't go to Baja. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, she's not going to Baja anymore. Yeah. And then we're we, back at Jackie's. 
Yeah, because Jackie and Mel are going over the guest list, and it's like over 150 people at this point. Yeah. And Donna and David are helping them look through all of their responses, and then Donna gets real sad and is like, will you take one person off the guest list? Yeah. Because my parents aren't going to come together. Yeah. My dad won't come if my mom goes, and my mom won't come if my dad goes. Oh, and then Jackie was like, I'm so sorry you're going through this right now. I'm sure this is really hard, and like, being cute mom. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Kelly just has to go make a bratty comment about Jackie and her marriage habits or something. I know. Like, they're trying so hard, and Kelly's just like, meh. Yeah, I hate this. What do you know about fixing a marriage, Jackie? <laughs> it's like, oh, not good. You're going to get in trouble. Because, yeah, then, and then we're at like a store. Yeah, they're at like David's bridal, <laughs> yeah. trying on their bridesmaids' dresses, which we haven't gotten to see yet. So, when. It was just like Brenda's head. She kind of looked like she was on one of those like things like at a fair or something where you like stick your head in or put your head on top of and there's like a body oh. underneath <laughs> it. Like it would have been really funny if it had been like in Greece when they had like the things at the fair or whatever. So anyway. remember the spring dance when the boys are getting ready yeah. and it's those doors that have bow ties on them. Oh, it's yeah. totally the same doors oh. but just repainted. Nice. That's so That's cute. Funny. Oh, no. I, I honestly love these little scenes where Mm -hmm. they're like everybody went to the store together and they're all sitting in their different dressing rooms and just like talking to each other yeah they're just chatting and then so brenda tells them that oh i can't go to baja anymore and donna of all people donna is like hey you could lie (laughs) you could just pretend (laughs) yeah no she's like this is a classic mess around where you tell your parents you're staying with kelly and then kelly will lie for you if they ever call and then call you and tell you to call them, which like this is there are so many different factors. Like you have to hope that when they call Kelly she at answers. Kelly's house that she answers mm-hmm. and not Jackie. And then that when she calls the hotel in Mexico, that Brenda is in the room. Right. So that Brenda can then call mom mm-hmm. and have the same conversation. Although I love the first time they have the conversation like um Brenda calls the house and she's like, oh, well, let me talk to mom. And Brandon's like, mom, Brenda's on the phone. Do you want to talk to her? And she's like, no. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm good. Like, like, okay. Oh. But I like, didn't factor that one in. This whole like scheme that Donna is telling them about, I don't know if it worked a lot better in the 90s, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you it did not work for me. I and swear to God, my parents knew. I never tried it. So I, I couldn't tell you if it worked. I out. tried it once. And I told my parents that I was staying at my friend Caroline's while I was really staying at KSU with my boyfriend. Oh, boy. And my parents called me and they were like, well, now that we have you on the phone, let's talk to Caroline. (gasps) And I was like, why? Why? Yeah. Yeah, because I said I was going to be – Caroline was in college too, so I said I was going to be Agnes Scott when I was just at like a different university with a boy instead of a girl. And they were like, well, let us talk to Caroline. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Why, Why do you they... want to talk to her? Right. And I did the whole thing of like, well, she's in the shower, so she can't talk right now. And then I just never called them back. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would have worked. It definitely wouldn't have worked for me because I suck at lying and I hate breaking rules and my mom knows everything. Well, She always does. That was like, I had stayed at Agnes Scott with Caroline before mm-hmm. and they had never questioned it. And right. then this time oh, they yeah. were just like, we know. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you? 
Parents are so good at like making you believe they know something, even if they don't, but they probably do. But that's the thing. I'm still convinced my mom knew everything. I'm convinced that my parents knew everything and somehow they just like picked and chose what they were going to yell at me about. Well, yeah, because they're, they're probably just sitting there like, okay, what they're doing is actually harmless. So we're going to wait. Yeah. (laughs) When they do something that's actually dangerous, we're going to make them think that they're good and that they're getting away with this stuff until they don't. It will be of my choosing. (laughs) Just you wait, little one. (laughs) Yeah. Parents are so smart. Mary, we're going to be parents one day. And we're going to be the smart ones. (laughs) I'm literally just sitting here thinking, like, I cannot wait until you guys have kids. And, like, we get to see how this plays out on the other side. I can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting. Oh, how the turntables. Terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, how do they just know what to do? It, I think it just happens. They it just, just make happens. it. They'd make it up. Yeah. Like, I feel like nobody knows what they're doing. It's going to be so, like, it's just going to work out this way to have a kid that's as smart as Nate is, that they're going to outsmart us. They're going to be like, no, mom, you're stupid. And I'm going to be like, what? No. Th- um, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to. Uh, okay. So what terrible. you need is you need a kid that's super logical like Nate mm-hmm. and super bad at lying like, like you. Because <laughs> then they'll talk themselves out of doing the bad things <laughs> before they do them. Because they'll be like, oh but I can't lie. And the like the maximum outcome of this is going to be me not going to the so thing. what you're saying is I'm going to have a cheaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to have a stomach ache. Or an Amy Santiago. <laughs> Either God, one is fine you, with me. I would take an Amy. I would absolutely love an Amy. Oh, if I, only I could choose. <laughs> I would never have to worry about right? anything. And she would probably take better care of me as an old person than I took care of her as a child. So, you She'd know what's like, funny? I have this binder. Yes. Oh, my God. She's like Leslie, Leslie No, but different. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have weirdo babies together. Yeah. High five. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just... Come visit sometimes. You're going to be around them. Like, you can't avoid it. If you want to stay friends with us, you're going to have to be around the children. I just, I need you to acknowledge that there's got to be a bubble of safety around the child that I am not in. All right. That's fine. Deal. Like, yeah. That's like, fair. They yeah. can't listen to me talk because they're just hmm. going to hear a lot of things they shouldn't hear. Okay. I, I won't hold them because hmm. they don't like that. Well, they might. They don't. <laughs> they might. They don't. Eventually. I will not force you to touch my children. I won't force it. <laughs> But I won't not force it. <laughs> I will keep a safe distance and I'll just like play with them from afar. What if it's like super cute? I'll play with it from afar. I'm telling you, like <laughs> I held a newborn once. The second I touched it, it screamed. Hmm. And like. But did you pinch it? No. I, like <laughs> we were going hiking for, it was baby's mom's birthday and mm-hmm. she wanted to go hiking and so we all, like, met up there, and they had two kids, so, like, this was her second, so she was, like, a lot more relaxed with it, and she was, like, oh, I have to put the, like, thingy mm-hmm. on, the the Bjorn, the, the baby Bjorn. thing. Yeah. Can you hold the baby? And I was just, like, okay. <laughs> and then the baby sensed my fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I know. They know. They're like dogs. They know <laughs> I can't do it, so, like... 
I like put my arms in the position. Mm-hmm. She like set the baby there and immediate. Yeah. It just started screaming. And it she just, was just like, she's fine. Yeah. And like took her time putting this thing <laughs> on and like was like, John, help me figure out the Bjorn. And I was like, there's a father over there. Like, he knows what he's doing. And then she, then she took the baby back. I never held my niece. I was only allowed to hold her in her carrier. Hmm. So I carried the you, carrier. Interesting. They were very protective of her. I never held John's nephew. Never held John's nephew. Um, I held, I've held. i held leashes. I can oh leash gosh. your child. <laughs> Nate will probably want that. He was a leashed kid. I was leashed once and it was terrible. No, this is hilarious. Side little story. So Nate, he was probably like four or something, three or four, and they went to Disney World and he wasn't on a leash, but he got separated from his dad at one point, just in a crowd, like not a big deal. And he was with his brother. He begged to be put on a leash because he was so afraid (laughs) he would get lost. (laughs) He did not want to get lost. He was terrified. So he was like, please put me on a leash. (laughs) Adorable. I love that story. It's my favorite story about Nate as a kid. No, I just think it's so funny because like I got put on a leash once and I hated it. And my Mm. parents were like, if you don't run away from us, you don't have to go on a leash. And then I was the best child ever. And then like my niece was like very much a leash kid mm-hmm. for like her entire childhood and like it was necessary. Mm. Like we took them to the high when they came to visit once. We walked out of the museum and people are like trying to figure out what to do for lunch and like I'm holding her and she's trying to run into traffic. Oh like pulling. God. Yes. She was pulling and I was like, how are you this strong? Yeah, seriously. And Kids and dogs have unreal strength yeah, and they want she was to. Literally trying to run into traffic. And I was like, okay, this one makes sense. Yeah. Like <laughs> leash her. Oh, my God. Good times. I was never leashed as a kid. I wasn't either. I just really liked to hold my parents' hands. Oh, yeah. And if I ever hid in a store, it was always right next to them. Yep. And hey, surprise, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) The irony is, like, I still walk away all the time. Like, hmm. I I was never leashed. I did it the one time. And then I was like, no, I'm never going to run away again. And now John will text me and be like, where did you go? You know, this makes so much sense about how we all turned out. Because Mary and I, very codependent. (laughs) You, very independent. (laughs) I just wander. I don't need to wander. As long as I've got someone next to me, we can wander together. Or I'll just wander where they want to wander. That's fine. (laughs) I don't need anything. Yeah. Um, Eventually, I learned that. When you get lost in a store, you can go to the front and they'll intercom like for your parents. Yeah. <laughs> so I just didn't worry about getting lost anymore mm. after that. So like wow. I would wander around Walmart by myself. <laughs> I don't think I ever wandered unless I knew the store had like those bouncy balls. Then I would go find the bouncy ball and then I'd get lost. That's basically the thing. Yeah. But I have a bouncy ball. Either that or like the electronics section where they're right. playing something on the TV. Exactly. While your dad goes and buys boring stuff. Right. Like hair clippers or whatever yeah, they no, buy. No, like I go wander, but I feel like John knows that there are like four key places that mm. he will find me. Very specific. Even today, like he was like looking at stuff online and I just like walked away. <laughs> and he was like, no, we need to pick out a couch. And I was like, but. Something over there. Anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I know none of that had anything to do with it. I don't remember how we got on that topic. Yeah. That was the... Oh, parents. Because Donna's sure. telling... No, because Donna's telling them to, like, 
do a classic mess around and lie oh, to their right, parents. Right, that's right, that's right. Well, and they decide like to do it. Basically, like Brenda convinces Kelly to help her with it. And yeah, because Kelly doesn't even want to do it. She doesn't want to do it, but she's salty about everything this episode, so that's not a surprise. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It works out for her because normally Kelly is down to like do whatever. Yeah, I feel like in past episodes Kelly has been like, "Nah, dog, we're going to that college party, and you're just going to tell your parents that you're staying at my house." Exactly. Like she's very like, "Let's I don't go do what word. we want." Yeah. Cause we're fine but this is also like a little mini cry for help too because she's like no i don't want to just come over to my house like hang out with me like i feel like she's almost like desperate at this point yeah because she's like well i could lie about you hanging out with me or you could hang out with me right and then like it all basically boils down to you know we're gonna do what brenda wants to do Mm -hmm. and then jackie comes in and is like i have to get completely refitted for my dress because i'm pregnant af Mm -hmm. here's the check you have to go take it to the handyman right and then she and kelly get in like a whole bickering fight which is where you find out that the only reason that donna and brenda are in the wedding is because jackie was trying to appeal to kelly Mm -hmm. which is fine but it's Interesting because usually Jackie and Kelly are so upfront with their feelings and stuff, and they're really good at talking with each other. So the fact that Kelly's not really talking that much about it. No, this is honestly, it's very much tracking that like Kelly is struggling with this wedding, mm-hmm. and like everything else is kind of feeling like it's falling apart to her. Yeah, like it's very overwhelming. There's just a lot. Her whole world is getting turned upside down. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like finally accepts it, like, okay, give me the check. I'll go do this, whatever. And then she comes home, and this would be the first time that she's met Jake. Yes. Because she wasn't at the Peach Pit. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can just see it in her face of, like, hello. Hello, distraction. Wait. I've been looking for you. I just love – I think it's the next time that she talks to Jake where she, like, comes to bring him a soda, and he's like, well, you can hand me that level. And she's, like, in a skirt and heels and is like, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Like, you showed up to just, like – hello mm-hmm. not to be like I'm, I'm ready like at least when donna shows up in cute outfits to pretend like she's working out she's in like shorts with a little like tool belt on right right kelly looks like she's about to go on a date and she's yeah. like i just threw this on what <laughs> oh this whole thing i have no idea what you're talking about yeah i have two quotes of the week this week that both involve like a kelly jake dynamic and the first one is what kelly says and i'm like girl because <laughs> uh he says something about not wanting to get personal or something, or sorry, I didn't mean to get personal. And Kelly's like, you know, it's okay. You can get personal if you want to. Like, yes, put yourself out there. Get that Jake man. No, I loved, I love when Kelly takes control of the things that are going on in her life. She's so good at it too. It's so natural for her. Mm -hmm. But then it baffles me how she gets herself into like, bad situations too i mean i think honestly i think it's because writers want to like punish people and remind you like just because you're a really hot girl doesn't mean that you should you know acknowledge your sexuality well it's like they pick and choose when she's dominant or like when she's in charge and then they're like wait let's not forget that she's still just a little girl who Mm. can be tricked and she's susceptible to everything yeah and it doesn't make it just doesn't make much sense. No, I totally agree. And then, so then we skip back to Brenda putting mm-hmm. all of her stuff in a bag to sneak out. And it's four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning or whatever. And I don't understand why Brandon sleeps in scrubs. 
It bothers me. It's at least a scrub top. Like, not unclear about the bottoms. But, yeah, like, first of all, where did you get it? Second of all, who told you this was pajamas? He looks ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. And this is not the first time he's done it. But, like, I... I basically blanked out on this entire conversation because, like, Brandon knows what she's doing. Yeah. Brenda knows what she's doing. She's sneaking out of the house. But then she goes, cover for me, Brandon, and kisses him on the cheek. And Oops. I was like, stop. Yeah, it's I hate it. I hate it so much. Also, Brandon's the worst brother. Because He's- if he was like, no, I don't really want to do this. I don't want to help you. And she's trying to convince him. If Brenda said no to him, he would rage. He would rage so hard. He would like yell at her and force her to do it. But here, he's like trying to tell her her how wrong it is. Well, because he still has to be like the golden boy. But then he's like, "But I'll I'll do it for you." But then when they get to breakfast, he's really bad at this. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Yeah, because then it's like the next morning, or that same morning. The same morning, like but like a couple a. hours later. And Cindy's like, oh my gosh, Brenda she, left at the crack of dawn. And she is in a very loud shirt. That shirt was screaming at me. <laughs> it's all I could look at. I was just paying attention to Brandon being like, she um, she, she had to leave early. Cause, mm-hmm. um, and then Cindy is like trying to fill it out for him without realizing what she's doing. Yeah, he's like, oh, they went to a flea market. And she's like, oh, to pick out a wedding gift? And he's, he's like, like huh? yeah, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and then Jim is like, I feel really bad about telling Brenda that she can't do anything. And Brandon's like, well. But also he's like, nah, dad, you the best. Like, he's like, nah, you, you're fair. Tough, but fair. Like, oh my God. I, yeah, I feel like they should have been like, Brandon, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, you, why are you agreeing with you're me? You're so obvious. Yeah. You're so obvious. Mm-hmm. But luckily, we don't have to watch this train wreck very long because then we're back at the uh, Taylor house. Yeah, because now Duke's is there. where Kelly shows up in that, like, very mm-hmm. choreographed outfit where she's just like, did did you want some help? What's the level? I don't know things. I brought you a soda. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is where I get my second quote of the week. And because Jake has Kelly all figured out because he's like, you know, Kelly, I think I know what the problem is. And she's like, well, why don't you tell me? (laughs) And he's like, you're too hung up on the way things used to be instead of making your plans for how things are going to (laughs) be. Sage Jake. Also, he said that in a monotone voice. So I gave him more emotion than he gave. He's like, (laughs) you know, Kelly, I think I know what the problem is. (laughs) You're too hung up on the way things used to be instead of making your plans for how things are going to be. I was like the Google voice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Google. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't do that. Uh, So I listen to Armchair Expert while I, like, get ready. Mm -hmm. And you know how they have the Google Assistant now that they'll ask things to? Because I listen to it while I get ready in the bathroom, that's where our Google Home is. Oh, nice. And it is driving me up a wall. I'm about to rip that Google Assistant out of everything. Also, it bothers me how Dax says Google. He says, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. It's like a weird, it's like Google, Dax, Google. <laughs> Any hoozle. Um, now we're in Baja, baby. Like, honestly, I feel like so much happens in this <laughs> episode so and so little. Because, yeah, now they're in Baja and they, like, had their surfing and Brenda's, right? No, this is. 
This is when they drive up. This is right when they drive up, and then Brenda calls the house and is like, oh, let me talk to mom. And mom's just like, no, I'm fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then so they go to the hotel, and Rosalita is completely... I don't know. I don't understand why, like, Dylan shows up with a teenage girl that he's clearly yeah. there with, and she's like, whatever happened to that other girl? Yeah. How's that, Stacy doing? Mm-hmm. That other girl that you clearly brought here to be in a hotel with. It Here's another Gilmore Girls reference. It's like when Logan brings Rory to the Huntsberger house for the first time, and Shira is like, what about that Fallon girl? You know, I really liked her while Rory's, like, right there. And he's like, no, we never talked. You talked. That's all I remember Remember from that. Time. But I mean, like, that's... Ugh, yeah, like, it's like so inappropriate. Yeah, like I would never... Like, read the room. Yeah, read I would never room. show up to something like... And be like, oh, uh, Nate, how is that girl that you dated seven years ago? Right, exactly. Like, oh my God, oof, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, like exactly. That. No one would. <laughs> no one would like that. If I went... Like, I mean, it's different because like we've been married for years but like if i went to john's family's house and they were like you know who i really liked katie right and be like Mm -hmm. no 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 Mm -mm. i mean that would never happen because john's family loves me and i'm the greatest thing that ever happened to him and he did not see women before he met me as far as he knew there were just voids yeah there were no women it was just an all-male world yeah no he he just didn't see them Mm -hmm. physically they did not exist but then but, the fighting happens. And it is such a teenage fight. Like it's very high school. I mean, I totally get it. Like, really, I totally yeah. get it. But at the same time, I'm just like, you you were broken up. Like, you had told Dylan you didn't want to be with him, mm-hmm. that you were very, like, conflicted about all this stuff. I need to go find myself. You cannot be mad at him for dating other people. I mean, but to be fair, Dylan's all, we were on a break. But, like, this is different than that because brenda (laughs) broke up with him it was not i need some time to find myself it is i need some time to find myself and i'm never ever ever getting back together with you yeah i mean don't get me wrong i think it's totally fine for dylan to have like it's totally fine that dylan dated anybody else yeah it's totally fine it was just but like i get it he didn't make a very compelling argument because they're teenagers and they have no idea what they're doing right and then like when he tells her not to spoil the weekend with her attitude it was like, oh yeah, that was. I'm little, sorry. Mm. You want you want attitude? Mm. You haven't even seen attitude yet. Yeah. And then Not like Dylan's finest. Well, and then he tells her that like she can't go out to dinner alone because it's not safe. Right. So she has to go with him. I was right. like, oh my god, all of this. But then they do go to dinner, and I know I'm skipping something, but I'd I mean, we, just we can tie just, this one up. Yeah. Um, they go to dinner, and then whatever breaks them is like a mariachi performer coming to the table and like. Serenading, serenading them, them and they're just giggling like crazy which I, and then they're like oh my god we have so much in common yeah i was like i don't know what's funny about this but sure we needed you to solve this issue regardless well i just love that they were like we don't have time to write out them resolving yeah. their issues so we're just gonna throw in like an inside joke or something yeah I don't just know. whatever i do love then, how dylan like references big jimbo again like, he says it. I don't remember exactly why, but he says, like, 
something blah 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 big jimbo and i was like that's so funny i love that well yeah and then i guess do you want to just like wrap that up even though that's like the big cliffhanger at the end yeah, of that that's fine because I, mean, I mean everything else is not really anything yeah because so dylan they go to the hotel and they have two hotel rooms because dylan got a second hotel room i don't think we ever find out we assume they used both hotel rooms yeah but they drive back the next day and dylan's like the 10th car so they get pulled over to have like extra talking and like Brenda's freaking out about it. Dylan's like, oh, whatever. It's standard procedure. And then the guy asks for his ID and he's like, oh, yeah, you can search the car if you want to. And I was like, why? Why yeah. would you, you say just that? volunteer that? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Even the 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 whatever officer guy was like, no, we're good. We don't. <laughs> we don't need to. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is I don't know. It was weird. And then they're they're like, oh, well, we also need to see your ID, miss. And she's just like. I don't have one. Mm-hmm. What? And then he's like, well, we could take anything. It doesn't have to be a driver's license. She's, she's like, like, I don't have any of that either. And they're like, well, how old are you? 17. Well, it's perfect. We'll just call your parents. No. <laughs> you can't. And Not then, Big Jimbo. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're basically That's, just like, well, we have to. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And their faces when Dylan is like, we have to call your dad. Mm-hmm. Because Dylan knows, like, there's really feasibly nothing we can do here. We have to call. Like, this is the only option. Well, I don't understand why they have to call Dylan. Like, why couldn't she call Brandon and have him bring her Because the officer said a legal guardian. I mean, yes, but at the same time, like, why not? Like, she just needs ID. If somebody brings the ID, I don't think it matters. Yeah. But they had to, like, get it in her head that it has to be Jim and Cindy. Right. And even in that scenario, you call Cindy. True. You pray to God mm-hmm. that she does not tell Jim. She but will. she answers, yeah. But you That's pray true. that you get it from Cindy. Because she's, she's usually reasonable. She at least isn't going to scream at you. Right, exactly. And Jim is. Mm-hmm. But like... That's it. That's them. They're stranded in Mexico because Brenda's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes me so mad. Because like, I messed up. I had to handle my own thing. But mine was an accident. Right. Like, she just didn't think I'm leaving the country. I don't need ID. Well, I mean, honestly, she just left the house and didn't think, oh, I need, like, phone keys wallet kind of thing. Always phone keys wallet. That was, to me, the thing. It's not even that you don't have a passport or you don't have, I don't know, like a social security card, whatever it is. You don't even have an ID with you? Like, that's just dumb. Why like, even Dylan tell her? He's well, done yeah, that this too. before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, y'all, you cannot leave the country without identification. You shouldn't leave your house without identification. E- exactly. How has she been getting anywhere? Because I assume she is driving around mm-hmm. without an ID. Right. That's kind of my thing. It's like, and I love that she's like, ID. well, I sent away for a replacement. It just hasn't gotten here yet. Go to the DMV. Yeah. Well, and also get like, the paper one. I was gonna say you usually get a paper one until they can send it to you. Yeah, because like Where's when that? I when I got my name changed. Yeah. Um, they gave me the paper one, mm-hmm. and then I immediately lost it. Nice. It just like fell out of my pocket, and John and I could not find it because I realized like twenty minutes after it fell out of my pocket that it did, mm-hmm. and we like went searching for it, but it was really windy, so we we're like, it's gone. I carried my passport around right for like two weeks mm-hmm. until the regular. ID came in. Even, I don't know if they did these back then, but even like your West Beverly student ID. I don't know if they did student IDs. Yeah, I don't know if that would work. I, it's at least something. Like she something. could have made an argument maybe. Like this is me. Yeah. But, but like, nope, nothing. Nothing. 
And really the only other thing that happens is Jake eats lasagna with Kelly and they kiss and then not kiss and then kiss. And Steve shows up and is like, I want to eat some lasagna. Can I be here too? And she's like, nah. And then he tells everyone what we've already known that he's still in love with Kelly. Yeah. Worst kept secret. Yeah. And, but then he goes to the peach pit to talk to Brandon about it. And he's finally like, I want to move on, mm-hmm. essentially. And Brandon's is, like, great. Thank God. Yeah. Also, that's it. did you notice that Kelly and Jackie have the biggest fridge I've ever seen in my life? I yes. loved it. I was so it's obsessed so with it. so big. I would not use two-thirds of that fridge. I barely use my fridge. Exactly. But, like, I love it. I'm a big appliance girl. Ooh, boy. Love appliances. I oh. want a fridge I can fit inside. Well, yeah. And also it like matches the rest of like the cabinetry and stuff. Yeah. That does <sighs> it for me. Same. Oh, no. Like oh, seeing a well put together kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's one time. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just remembered this. Um, I went Was it to, at band camp? <laughs> I went to see my friend in a play and afterwards he invited me to tag along to their cast party, which was at this Fun. house in Atlanta that was gigantic nice like huge like biggest house i've ever been in like actual mansion and they had two refrigerators that had a wood finish to match their cabinets so like you couldn't even tell what which was the fridge until you opened it i like i love that for the sake that like everything would look really streamlined but if it's like two o'clock in the morning and i'm really (laughs) groggy and i need a drink and Ugh. You don't want to be reaching into like the junk drawer. I know. It's like, where is it? <laughs> so Ugh. pretty. No, I I'm still like walking into my kitchen every day, being like, the appliances match. Mm-hmm. We'll get it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Like after we did all that stuff, like that's why we were looking at couches and we were looking at like new stuff to like put the rest of the house together because right. we're like. Our kitchen looks like we're grown up, mm-hmm. but we still have a twenty-year-old sofa from my parents. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, y'all! Couches are expensive. They're so expensive. Yep. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. We've been looking at West Elm because John loves mid-century modern, and West Elm is like his West Elm holy is grail. Expensive though. We he found a couch and he was like, "What do you think about this couch? Five thousand dollars? No. What? And it was going to take seven weeks because they customize it. Oof. When you pick out the upholstery. Sorry, I'm going to rooms to go. I know. I was <laughs> like, I I understand. And I know you love it, but oh my god! Yeah, that's a lot of money for a couch. Ugh. But, but yeah, yeah, that's it. That's really all. I, I also gave my two quotes of the week. So I also that. loved that Jackie and Mel went to Lamaz class, and they've both had kids before. Yeah, I guess it's been like seventeen years, so maybe a good refresher is nice. But yeah, I mean, I guess. But even Jackie, like, they walk out, they like walk into whatever scene they walk into, and she's just like, "I'm ready." Yeah, I didn't need that. I've had a kid. Like, yeah. So email. Like, anyway. Yeah. Um, what would you grade it? I actually gave it a B. Um, I didn't think it was a horrible episode. It just jumped around a lot. Um, but I wasn't mad at any of the plots or anything. So I gave it a B for Baja Baby and B plots. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a bad episode. I was just a little bored mm-hmm. for some of it. So now see for could this be any more boring? <laughs> could this be? anymore no c for curfew breaking mm, there you go yep yeah because it, it wasn't bad i just Mm-mm. 
it wasn't necessarily exciting. It was just fine. I like that we're getting a two-part episode. That's true. We've never had a cliffhanger yet. We've so see for cliffhanger. Cl- Ooh, see for cliffhanger. <laughs> that makes it sound like I don't like cliffhangers. True. But no, just just to see. Yeah. It's fine. It passed. Yeah. It did what it did. So next week is the finale. Yes. We're already at the season two finale. Finally or already at the season two finale. I can't decide. I know. Um, but that one's called Wedding Bell Blues, so obviously it's the Jackie wedding. and Mel's wedding. Yep, and obviously we got to get Brenda back from Baja. Um, yeah, and Brandon's somehow just going to be perfect, apparently. I know, somehow Brandon is going to come out on top of all of this, mm-hmm. and I just don't care. I know, same. But yeah, that's what next week is. In the meantime, make sure to follow us. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at back 2 Podcast. And follow us on iTunes and Spotify and Google and all of those things. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review because we really like those. They help us in, you know, getting seen, analytics, all that stuff. And we'll shout you out if you leave us something. That's right. And also you can email us. So if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, even feedback on how we do the episode. I mean, we always want to improve. So even if you have any feedback like that, then we would love to hear it. Um, If there's anything you want us to cover that we don't, or if you want us to do any cool new segments that you like, whatever it is, just send us an email at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. I got so excited. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. So I know. I'm amazed. Only took what 49 episodes 49 i will fight you for spelling the email (laughs) (laughs) but yeah leave us a review comment follow share like subscribe all the things five stars please love you (laughs) yeah so i guess we'll see you next week for the season two finale and until then i'm ariel i'm caitlin i'm mary Bye. bye see ya